uh, want to go into a time. We're going to hear from a couple of you guys. Can have a seat. We're going to hear from a couple of our our folks here in our church family. Um, and I'm going to ask them to begin to make their way to the stage. You know, there's a lot of great things about living in Franklin, Tennessee, and where we live. Uh, one of which is that it's a great family area, yeah, very family friendly. Um, that's one reason that attracts a lot of people as they move here to Williamson County. Uh, and our organizations, our institutions, our, uh, even our churches kind of help uh, foster this environment and foster this atmosphere. But for many in our area, namely singles, whether they are single moms, single dads, uh, singles again, widowed, um, never been married, even young adult singles, um, it can be a challenge. It can be a difficult task to find a place to belong. Um, this can inadvertently lead to feeling like um, there's no place for you, you're on the outside looking in, or, or even maybe even feeling like um, you're, you're kind of marginalized a little bit. I'm asking a couple of our single moms to join us today. So ladies, come on up and take your seats. They're gonna introduce themselves in a moment, but they're gonna share today about their journey, their experiences um, of how God has proved faithful in the midst of all these things. I know it's, we're, we're espousing two of our, um, of our values here in this moment of courageously real and spirit dependent. Uh, but I promise you, you're gonna love hearing their stories. This is gonna be, uh, it's gonna be informative for us as a church body and as a church family. And it's eye-opening for me as we kind of process through what this is like as, as, they, uh, as they, I love this last verse that we just sang. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. What does it look like in our church? for there to be a place for everybody. That's what we're gonna talk about. So hey, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and just kind of share a little bit about your story, how you got here to the Franklin area and to fellowship. I'll go first. My name is Laura Heppelfinger, and I have two children, Gabe, who's almost 13, and Haley, who just turned 10. Uh, we moved here in 2012 for my job, and I became a single mom shortly thereafter. Um, we joined this fellowship campus almost immediately, and we just stumbled upon it by chance. Um, and the campus looked very different back then. <laughs> there were less than 100 people, if you can believe it, as part of the campus. Um, and even though it was small, it was still very hard to, to feel connected, um, because as a single mom, you, you feel different um, when you have a, um, an area that is concentrated with nuclear families. Um, but I think like a lot of people, we still attended, I still kept coming because I really enjoyed the depth and the richness of the messages um, and the word of God and just really how it spoke to me and how it moved me and, and helped grow my, my heart uh, and where I was at the time. I started uh, volunteering in kids ministry in 2013 and I continue to serve there today. Uh, I teach kindergarten for service. Um, and it was only up until a few years ago though that I uh, actually made the, the leap of faith to join a small group. Um, uh, which, is, which is where I was really able to uh, find that relationship and that community um, within the church body. Mm -hmm. Thanks. My name is Laura also, um, and about five years ago, I was living in New England, um, working in the, in the corporate world, and felt um, sort of a divine calling to leave that behind and start a whole new um, path in my life, which I've been obedient to 
He brought me here to Franklin about a year and a half ago, and I was um, at first attending a very small church with just about 20 or 30 people, um, very spirit-filled, um, really loved my time there, and it suddenly closed last October. Uh, I was pretty devastated, um, but I went home that day, and I just prayed, and I said, God, what do I need next? And he told me I needed a women's Bible study. Um, so thankfully, in this day and age we live in, I Googled it. I was like, okay, well, where can I find a women's Bible study? Um, and there was one the next morning at Fellowship Bible Church. So um, I signed up for that, uh, I joined, and there were some precious women there who welcomed me, and that began my journey here with the church. Mm, thanks. Uh, I'm gonna go off topic here, Laura. You're from New England. Have you found a place in Franklin yet to get some good chata? <laughs> um, I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> um, Laura, as, as a single, you've been able to find community and a place to belong in one of our fellowship groups, as you shared. But we know for many singles that that journey toward connection can be difficult, maybe even lonely at some times. Uh, can you share with us some of the challenges you've experienced uh, as well as some of the feelings and emotions as a single mom trying to navigate that, that those challenges may evoke. Sure. Um, I think in this area, so for Williamson County, you have a lot of traditional families. It's very family-oriented, and that's a good thing. Um, and not all families look the same. Um, and so that can be a challenge when you are a full-time working single mom. Um, in this church campus specifically, there are a lot of stay-at-home moms or homeschool moms. And again, it's a good thing, but sometimes the natural connection points that you would have, whether that's through a mom's morning out or a homeschool uh, meetup uh, or daytime Bible studies, um, we don't have those opportunities. Um, whether you're a single parent or a single who works full-time, uh, those aren't opportunities that, that you have available to you. Likewise, having a Bible study that offers child care is important um, because you can't just leave your kids home alone. Uh, so um, being intentional about the places where you can get connected um, and, and having a church body that will support that, uh, I think, is, is very important because regardless of what stage and age you are in life, everyone feels that need for belonging um, and the need to be known. And so being able to find that connection point um, and find a place where you can relate um, and be yourself, be authentically real um, and, and true to who you are in amongst a body of other people who might be at different ages and stages in their life um, is, is a connection point I think we all desire mm, and long for. That's good. Laura also, yeah. <laughs> would you yeah. like to add anything to that? Um, definitely. Um, I just want to say, you know, I come to church because I love Jesus, right? And I just want to be around people who love Jesus. So that's why I come. Um, and I have, um, I learned a few years ago that Christ is a great equalizer, right? We're all one in him. And it's really hard to be a person who doesn't feel like one um, mm. in him in a church body. Mm. Um I have met some really dear friends here, but it's taken you know, a lot of effort. Um, and one of the challenges, you know, I'm new to the area, I've only been here a year and a half, um, and I'm a bit introverted. Um, so I can walk from my car to church and sit in my seat and back without ever having a greeting. Sometimes even when I'm standing at the, the prompts, you know, the greeting times aren't, there's nobody around me, and um, it's, it's just hard to find mm. people. Um, so, um, in particular, when I was thinking about joining a small group, I went to the group um, 
event, and all of the groups were, you know, there were tables for, um, okay, this, this is the table for um, families with young children, and this is the table for newlyweds, and this is the table for empty nesters. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Um, and I went up to one and I said, gosh, what would it be like for a single mom with a grown adult child to join your group, um, would that be okay? And the answer was, um, sure, you know, we're okay with people like you. Mm. Um, and that really hurt, oh, I'll just be honest, like yeah. it really hurt my heart. Mm. So those are some of the challenges that we yeah. face is that it made, you asked how it feels, like yeah. it made me feel inadequate, it yeah. made me feel different, and yeah. it, it just made me feel unaccepted. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for being honest in that as well. Um, I'm gonna stay with you. I know that you have been able to get connected in a fellowship group. Can you share a little bit of how, uh, th I think it was this, as recent as this fall, can, can you share how that community has impacted you and how you've seen God's faithfulness in those relationships as they, as they formed? Yeah, well, um, as it happens, just coincidentally, um, one of the groups um, that was there that night was one um, run by JJ and Laura. Um, and they invited me in. It was more of what they called um, a mixed group, which was fantastic. I was very nervous to go because there were a lot of couples and families there. Um, but as the weeks progressed, um, I just found that finally these people were welcoming into their homes. And um, I felt like they were starting to see my spirit and not my marital status. Mm. Um, and I started also feeling like they recognized that um, I have a grown daughter, so um, it's just me right now. And... Um, they accepted that I am a family of one, right? And so we're talking about Williamson County. I mean, there aren't many families of one here, um, but this home group has made me feel like mm. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing. And Laura, you've recently begun to help co-lead that group with me and Anna, and we've seen how God has used you. Can you share a little bit about the impact that's had on you? You're already leading in our learning center. How, how has this leadership role impacted you? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's helped redefine what I initially thought was the, the meaning of one of our values, better together. Um, that better together looks different than maybe what we have in our heads. Um, we've been blessed to be in a group, two groups now that, mm -hmm. were, that have grown, that what we like to call either a mixed group or a blended group. So we have everything from grandparents to newlyweds straight out of college in the group. And while it's natural to want to be around people that are like you, I think the blended um, group approach has been so mm. wonderful. And it's, it's just blessed us in so many ways because we have different ages and stages. And it's been so neat to watch how the Holy Spirit has just interwoven all our lives mm. that we're connected in where we are in life mm -hmm. and in Christ. And, and again, not looking at, mm -hmm. well, you have kids and mm -hmm. I don't and, um, and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. It's just... It's just been the Holy Spirit working together to pull us all together in a way that um, that we could not have orchestrated ourselves. Yeah. So for me, it's it's just it's helped redefine um, not only God and His anointing and in, in leadership in in times, but mm -hmm. also um, again just redefining better together yeah. and and what that truly looks like in God's eyes. Yeah, I appreciate that, and thank you both again. This took a, a, a lot of courage. <laughs> it took a lot of spirit dependence uh, for them to get up there. And this is, this is uh, um, I mean, really something we don't think a lot about. And I, I, I own that as a pastor, that a lot of times we just kind of go about our business and go with what's right in front of us. And, and we're not thinking about everybody that is a part of the family. So, um, so this has been helpful for me uh, as uh, I think through what is it that our singles 
uh, and, and other groups that may feel a little oversalt uh, are overlooked. What is it that they need from us as their family, right? One last question as the band's coming up. Uh, this is setting it up for you guys now, okay? So what are you trusting God for in this coming year? In other words, if you could finish this sentence, may this be the year, what would you say? We'll go first so you guys have time to think about your answer. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, I, my prayer is that this be the year that I allow God to surprise me. Um, as, a, as a single parent and not too different from uh, all of you sitting out there, I have to-do lists and I have things that have to be done and sometimes I can be so um, task-oriented and focused on the things that must be done. Um, I think I lose sight of just little wings from God here and there. And so my goal this year for me is just, may this be the year that I allow God to surprise me and show up in unexpected ways. And so for me to just take the time and take mm -hmm. a moment and take a breath mm -hmm. and say, you know, just look around for God to say, here I am. Here I am, Laura. Do you see me here? Um, so that's, that's kind of where that's I good. am this year. Thanks. What about you, Laura? Um, for me, through the, the home group, um, this fall, we had an amazing curriculum that I just really connected with. And um, what I felt through that was that may this be the year that I live wholeheartedly in the confidence and security that Jesus died to give me. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think it's a great goal for all of us. Hey, would you guys thank them for their time up here and for them sharing? Thank you, guys. As they were just saying, it's, it's our turn to take that question and make it our own. What would God put on your heart that you would kind of lay as a petition before him this morning? God, may this be the year. Fill in the blank. We're coming out of a season where we've read the Christmas story. And what we've read is pretty stunning examples of obedience. Mary's doing what God told her to do. Joseph's doing what God told him to do. Angels flying around, making proclamations, sorry, doing what God told them to do. What might God be telling you to do this year? And what might you be asking him to give you success and grant you favor in his leading? I want to invite you, if you're here with, with your kids, maybe make this kind of a family question. What would they be excited about God answering a prayer this year? you came with a friend, maybe go ahead and just couple up that way and kind of ask that question of yourselves. Share something with somebody around you. And in a moment, we're going to have a time for people to kind of come around with the microphone. We can share with the rest of our church family what God's laid on our hearts. But just take this time to answer that question however you would for your family, your friends, maybe even for our church family. May this be the year.
good. I've seen some laughs. I've seen some smiles. I haven't seen any heated debates break out. Seems like the Lord's leading us to some agreement, what we might seek him for together. And I want to ask, as we're kind of wrapping up these conversations amongst ourselves, what might you feel led to lead with your church family? Just as an answer to that prayer and as, as God would lead you to share with us, how would you voice your hope to the Lord? May this be the year. Go ahead and raise your hand whenever you're ready and we'll just take opportunity to hear from some of y'all what we're asking God for together. to break the ice for us. We're talking amongst ourselves. We can talk to the whole group. Just take a second. Slip your hand up. There we go. My name's Sean. Um, my wife's name is Leslie. Thank God she's not here because she would be doing this, saying, don't speak, don't speak. Um, but my kids were like, Daddy, you got to say something. I'm like, okay. Well, uh, may this be the year that I accept the invitation of Christ each moment. And I know that I can't do that perfectly, none of us can, but with Paul's invitation to pray without ceasing, to um, keep your eyes fixed on Christ, that's, that's the desire of my heart, and I need God's help to do that. on it here as a group just really drove it home so hopefully this will be the year I ask where I should go not ask for blessing on where I went my name's Logan and I hope that this year everybody will play for the Lord
for me. Um, for me, may this be the year. And every year for the past three years, the Lord has given me a word to go into the next year. And so this year, my word is release and rise. So basically, that's release all things. I have the idol of control. <laughs> So just putting that out there, um, but just to release and rise to the places that the Lord is calling me into and to trust Him. Thanks, sweetie. Small. talking to her for for years but this year I am praying for a renewed um, boldness and intentionality that I can do whatever it is that God wants me to to bring her into his arms really impressed on me that this year I need to not only surrender myself but to surrender my desires for my children and grandchildren and to trust him for for my family and also um, he's impressed on me that I need to intercede more for the suffering church around the world My name is Phil Deshong. Um, my wife is Channing, and we've had a really hard year for some decisions that I've made. So may this be the year that I lead well, um, uh, all in, and grow. <laughs> 